Hey guys, welcome back to Chat with Charlie. For our special guest today, we have uh, none other than Ezra, who's got a new project. It will be out when you listen to this, Smoke and Kills. So if you haven't checked it out, hopefully you want to check it out after this. So say hello to everyone, Ezra. Yeah, what's happening? My name is Ezra from Cardiff. We're just having fun. Yeah. So How are gonna... you, Cardi? You all right, yeah? I'm good. I'm busy as ever. But um, we were briefly talking before, but um, you're also like Radio Cardiff as well. You're heavily involved with that, aren't you? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I run a radio show on there called The Raw Show, and I run that with um, Prendy. Yeah, big up to Prendy. Big up well. to Prendy, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was interesting because um, I remember when I first met you, um, it's the promo for the uh, the project, Smoking Kills with All the Cigarettes. <laughs> but um, I remember when I first met you, I met you like probably like three or four times at first before it really clicked. I was going around all these gigs, I always used to have business cards. And I'd, yeah, always see, business I'd always see like you know the same people at the gigs and i'd always give people the business cards i remember i gave you like three business cards before you're like he's like you're giving me one already you give me one already <laughs> so yeah what was that now 2019 wasn't it um i'm not sure man i mean <laughs> i think people when you people go listen to the project they'll hear that um them times were a bit of a blurry haze for me yeah uh, <laughs> i tended to be pretty on some on some large amounts of alcohol them gigs yeah yeah <laughs> i was already done but i'll tell you what yeah i do remember you from them times and i remember that you always turned up with a with a business card yeah mm. and then and then when you performed and when you started like getting bookings and people you were trying to get your name out there and then you perform and you go come and see me for a business card afterwards <laughs> i was like he's the guy like get me like it didn't make me laugh yeah i, I, was... I rate it yeah it's funny but like and it was mm. funny because i hadn't really seen it before yeah but i rate it because You've looked at it, you've gone, right, I want people to know who I am. I'll yeah. hand them something. Do you know what I mean? And and it, people remember being handed something. Do you know what mm. I mean? I remember it. And I'm sure there's loads of people that will remember it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's um, it's interesting, though, because like, obviously I, I recognise you because you were presenting a lot of events back then. Like, mm. you know, again, you know, at the end of the day, people listen to this. They probably, I don't know if they know, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But obviously you don't just do music. You're, you're presenting shows, um, mm. you're presenting your radio and all that. But tell the truth, there are some people who didn't like me going around with business cards back then um and still don't like it now <laughs> that's the truth i've, I've heard and, and it, it is what it is i'm not going to call those people out but um i think some of them know who they are but that's enough about me we've got to go back onto uh the smoking kills what i've got to say as well the thing that stood out to me was the artwork like the artwork of that was insane like i la- liked your last um project as well with the little cans i think we should have had like a real like a real one of them made like sell if you sold them at a gig that would have been sick I would have bought um, sick t-shirt design for it. So different, it was slightly different to the artwork, but it was based on the artwork. And yeah. we did a t-shirt and we were going to do a run of t-shirts, but um, at the time, I didn't have a lot of money to be able to do that sort of thing. Um, so I might bring them back. I, I still got the t-shirt design, see? And yeah. I could afford to do a run of t-shirts now. So I could do kind of a, two of them different. Do you know what I mean? I might bring them back in the future, but the t-shirt oh my god the design was so sick like that was that the can was cool that it was called Ez stripe for those who haven't heard it. you can go and listen to that as well um this one's called smoking kill so the Ez stripe design was a can of red stripe and it said Ez stripe instead and then this one is based off a pack of tobacco and then it says smoking kills and that's the title of the tape um and it's just yeah when you hear the tape it all makes sense why like both of those things happened you know what i mean yeah you could um you could even make like tobacco pouches, like people could buy with the artwork on it. That you could sell them sick. at gigs. That so you got to think. It's always you know you got you got to think. You always got to think outside the box when it comes to, mm. to to all these things. Like you know, music these days, 
streaming revenue is jack all like you know nobody's making a living off of streaming unless you're like drake size people are getting good money off streaming but mm. i know that i'm confident enough to say that i'm not but i'm looking yeah. to get there you know what i mean like that's the you mm. know ultimately i work a job yeah like i work a full-time job i work two jobs yeah mm. <laughs> one's part-time one's full-time and yeah. like and that's the way that now going forwards i gotta keep doing that and and put my money into music and keep doing that but with the goal hopefully music i won't have to work a job no more do you know what i mean and yeah and some people they're not working right now and they're doing all right off the back of their music and and that's great do you know what i mean i love to hear yeah. that when someone goes i'm quitting my job i'm doing music full time like i'm not like, big you up do you know what i mean if you've got to that point where you yeah. can do that then sick do you know what i mean this is a it's a grind it takes mm-hmm. a lot of work to do even at that point that doesn't mean you're good to just quit your job and do music do you know what i mean you've got to keep grinding to keep that capability do you know what i mean yeah, it's um, it's about the balance as well, because like again, you, you know, you work in two jobs. That was the reason why I uh, had to quit my job in the end was because of the uh, the balance. I was making more money off of the music than I was off of um, my job. So yeah, I'm full time musician now. So that's uh, that's, that's sick, cool. Man. Um, that's mostly. Sick. So when you said about making money off streaming, then where does as a full time musician, where does your money come from then? Client work. So there'd be companies that hit me up whether they want a song or something being made for their company um and i just said company like 10 times yeah yeah. so that's where it sort of comes from and then i make a little bit from the camera stuff as well but it's like that's beer money really but it's always good to have a side hustle i find when you have something like that yeah man because like obviously if you're working full time so what's that nine five and then you've got a part-time job on top of that yeah so so when is it you fit your your part-time job in like how do you fit that in with your your full-time job in music weekends yeah like seven seven days a week yeah Mm. yeah um but you know that's just that's just the grind like do you know what i mean and then aside from that and then doing music as well after yeah. work and, and being sociable and do you know what i mean i've somehow managed to find some sort of balance every now and again i'm like no nah, i'm not going in on the weekend <laughs> oh, <laughs> I need yeah. Enough, but yeah i don't do it very often I originally have... originally i was doing the, the weekend job and then i got the full-time job yeah yeah no i get that yeah, because um, again, you know, it's, it's all about balance. It's a, you know, making sure that your mental health is all good as well um, when it comes to burnout. You know, everyone needs days for themselves just to sort of relax, collect, collect their thoughts, and attack the, uh, the whatever's needed in life. So yeah, man. I, well, do you know, do you know what it is? Yeah, I'm a very outgoing person. Yeah, I'm mm. very extroverted in that way. So you know, like I hear people talk about like their social battery comes to an end and it needs to like. I don't really get that so much myself. Um, obviously, there's days where I'm not quite bothered, but that's different to having a social battery that closes like that. You know what I mean? It's more, for me, it's more like in the context of those social situations, it means I might not be expressing some of the things that I want to express mm. because we're, with all the boys and we're all having fun and I don't want to put a dampener on the mood because of how I feel or whatever. Yeah. And that's kind of originally where music come from because in person i'm not such a deep person like that do you know what i mean yeah, I'm a yeah. Bit of a joker loud mouth yeah and then there was another side to me that i felt wasn't being reflected and that was when i was 13 like do you know what i mean so then i started writing poetry and things like that mm. and that's kind of where that developed into doing music it didn't start as oh, i want to be a rapper <laughs> like do you know yeah. what I mean? it didn't start there do you know what I mean? it developed to that yeah i get that because it's the same with me i sort of remember 
um I was, I was probably about the same age like 13 14 and I started going to a boxing gym um mm. I was getting bullied at the time and my mum was like yeah we'll take you there to build your confidence and it worked to be fair so shout out to uh, it was Frank he was his name um he ran the Red Rose Community Centre up north in Morecambe and uh, that's where I learned, learned how to box and that's where um by the way, I'm not saying I'm the greatest fighter in the world right now. I'm not doing it now. Yeah, Tyson Fury's actually from the same town that I used to live. Yeah. Yeah, he lives in Morecambe. Um, now, so, yeah, people see him around in, like, Sainsbury's and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and then, like, I, I developed love for, like, hip-hop there. And I remember I, like, rap, rap along to, like, tracks. And then people would be like, oh, that's sick, Charlie. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm, I'm not really a rapper. Look at me, you know whatever i'm not pretending to be this that or the other um but but then like i got jumped when i was 15 i was selling sweets i was that kid who was selling sweets i think people probably got that vibe from me anyway and um yeah it was like 11 12 kids who all jumped me uh the year below when i was selling stuff and one of my mates was like uh because i was like i don't know what what to do i was all right my ego is a bit hurt but i was like i don't know what to do and my mate he was um uh i think it was a donk producer <laughs> i don't know if you know donk Dump. <laughs> I do, I do. but he, was, yeah. he wanted me to be like an mc on donk but he said oh you should write about it so i wrote about that um event and i, I can't find the, the bars that i wrote back then but that was the first time i actually wrote like a rap and it stuck and then um i used to have another guy produce for me and i ended up uh, he ended up quitting and i think i was talking before about being bored of gaming um before we got on this i just ended up um producing instead of uh, playing video games and it went from there but okay that's sick man i mean i remember my like i was already writing like mm. songs and i like i was like i was doing poetry and mm. i was writing like songs that were like to sing but yeah. i can't sing mm. yeah so i could write these songs and i sit in my bedroom and i sing to myself yeah and I, that's, there was no way i was gonna sing in front of someone like i can't sing yeah like for me to even sit here today and be like, yeah, I, I kind of got, I don't got it, bro. I can't sing, yeah. Oh, I never know. You can get some vocal lessons. <laughs> no, no, I, I can't do it, bro. It's not in my capability. Like, I can't, yeah. But then yeah. we did, I remember being in a pack, and I don't know what started it off, yeah, but we were all, listen, we were all into the rap, and, I, and then and then someone put on a grind beat and was like, oh, let's clash each other sort of thing. Yeah. I remember seeing the like, boy, I got this, like, together. I get my phone now, like, uh, and I, we were writing, we were all friends, but we were writing about each other. Yeah. yeah. And I remember I was the first one to do anything, and I just stood up, like, uh, I was like, right, I'm ready. And I just turned around in the path, like, uh, and I just went on everyone. And everyone was like, whoa, like, do you know what I mean? And they were all <laughs> like, whoa, like, do you know what I mean? And then I was like, whoa, I'm kind of bad, like, do you know what I was like, yeah. got a bit of a because I'm like, I could do this. Mm. And then the first video I ever put out, was I sent for someone and it had quite a good reaction. So now I was like, mm. how many years ago was that then when you uh, you sent for someone? I was 17. Yeah. What you were? I was a kid. I knew him and he yeah. knew me. We were, we were kind of friendly, but yeah. um, he was doing a lot at the time. He was putting out, I say doing a lot. He was just putting out a lot of videos of him mm. just doing freestyles and stuff. Mm. And they were kind of getting a bit attraction. And yeah. I, I just didn't think he was very good. And I was like, and I was well, already at this at this point, I was like writing bars properly and like yeah. And like I thought I could do this. And I started going to the studio a little bit and we went to the same studio in the youth center in town. Um yeah. where that is, and then we knew each other and then 
And then I just said to him one day, I'm going to send for you, bro. And he was well, like, we used to stand, everyone stood in town spitting. We used to go use centre, everyone back, 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 like I put a grind beats on. And then, and then one day I just said to him, yo, I'm, I'm going to send for you. And he's like, I'm done for you sort of thing. I was like, yeah, all right, mate. So I just went home, wrote my bars, sent them. Yeah. We just did it over Facebook. It wasn't anything mad, like, do you know what I mean? We just did it over Facebook. Mm. And then... And then the next day he responded and he started the video with like, no, nah, fair play. I'm just doing this just to, to answer you. Like you've done me like, do you know what I mean? And then you've done his that thing. Is. And yeah. like, I didn't really, his just didn't hit. Like, do you know what I mean? And I was a bit like, ah, oh, I'm the king. <laughs> now I look back on it. Yeah. But I was like, compare me now to me back then. Mm. Oh my God, it's poor. Yeah. Like it was yeah. poor. Yeah, but he was a very good Eva. So it... <laughs> but is he still, is he still making music or? No, I haven't oh. heard of him. I've seen him for a while. Yeah. Big him up, I don't want to name him because it's harsh, but big him up because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't know who he is, but this guy, big, big up to him. Hope he's still making music. That's the thing. I always find it a bit sad when people have a passion like that. Like you said, he's putting out lots of music, putting out videos, and it sort of fizzles out. I know life gets in the way. You know, I've got mates of mine now. You know, they've got, you know, full-time jobs and they can't balance... They can't, haven't found a way of balancing the music or they've got kids now. I mean, like, I mean, we're kind of similar age. I'm 21 you're what 23 is it mm-hmm. yeah but like this is like the time now where people start growing up in a sense and i'm like yo i'm still a kid at heart you know i'm still doing my dream but some of these people kind of put it to the side well that's it man and you know like i've, I've done a lot of growing up in the past year so mm. i think like me last year me sat here today like when i put out edge stripe that was in november last year mm. and then putting out edge stripe today is like uh, putting out smoky kills today sorry is just a different person sat here sat waiting for it it comes out now at midnight so by the time this goes out it'll be out already but yeah. the excitement i have now is the same excitement i had last year but i'm containing mm. it different <laughs> yeah, yeah i get that it's it's um it's an interesting one for me though because like i'm not sure if it's the same with you you were saying before obviously you know drinking a bit more you know back in the day and all that i've always found it kind of difficult to celebrate I'm not sure if it's the same with you being an artist, but I always feel like there's a, once I've overcome one hurdle, there's always more work to do. So I feel oh, like... What to do? Because I... the same time Luke Ivy has rang me since we've started talking. Oh, give, give him, get Luke on the show. Get Luke on the show. I can't do that to him. I can't do that. <laughs> oh, no, big, big ups to Luke. He's a proper sound guy. I'll probably see him um, tomorrow. Lemprex has got a gig. Again, This will people looking back will probably see this, but um, yeah, nah, it's, it's yeah. Good, good, good. It's a lot of people in the scene doing bits right now, so got to big them yeah, up. Mm. But yeah, now I was saying, like, I, I always feel like there's something more to do. I had um, an EP myself that came out in um, April, and then I had like a spoken word EP that came out in May, and then I feel like there's always more to do. I'm always working on the next project. I can't stop and celebrate. So, I was like, did you find out after that with Airstrike? Did you do you find that you you wanted to take a break, or do you just think right straight back into it? Um, I liked Airstripe, but mm. I knew that there was things that didn't get said on Airstripe that I wanted to say. Mm. Um, so that's kind of, I guess, what's led to this smoking kills. Um, I mm. got straight on it. I was basically like, right, I'm December. Like, I put it out mid November, mm. come to December. I'm like, right, I'm gonna chill for a little for a month. Yeah, and then come the year, boom, 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 and that's what I did. And I just hit a comrade. We mm. just got in it, boom, 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 and like. Some of the tunes I had when Edge Strike was done, some yeah. of the tunes are brand new. Some of the one of the tunes I wrote it about three weeks ago. 
Mm. Literally wrote it, recorded it the next day. Comrades mixed and mastered the whole tape that week. Um, yeah. Then we've scheduled it ready for release Sick. This, tonight. So it's like some of them are really recent. Some of them are quite mm. old now. But they all should have been like they were all kind of reflecting the time around Edge Stripe and prior to that. Yeah. Um, and it's just been a big journey. So now this one is very introspective. It's very, mm. um, it, it's deep, bro. Yeah. Mm. But it's, it's hard and it's like very good. Yeah. And mm. I'm talking about things around me that I felt like I should have reflected more or better in Edge Stripe. I've approached it very differently. It's a very different sound to the, to the tape. Nice. Um, and and yeah, now going forwards, it's just I just want good music. Do you know what I mean? And that's mm. whatever that is. Yeah, like this mm. is good music, but it's it really reflects the sound throughout. Going forwards again, Airstrike didn't do that, and the next one I don't feel it needs to. Do you know what I mean? Whereas this one, I was very clear what story I was trying to tell from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and was there Comrade the one who produced all of it then, or did he? Uh... Oh, Comrade produced all eight of them. Cool, nice, yeah. It's interesting. I, I, haven't, I, I haven't really heard too much from him. He, um, I think we spoke before the pandemic and then he hit me up when I was on the Carl Beats video because a few people saw that, like, randomly. I mean, um, but, yeah, no, I hope he's doing well. Um, mm. It'll be good to hear how his, uh, his production's progressed as well on this new project. Absolutely. No, he smashes it. He smashes it. And he's got a tape now coming out. Um, when's it coming out now? It's coming out soon anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know the dates, but it's slipped my mind. But it's, it's December now. Uh, about two weeks into December, mm. his table come on now. Nice. Um, and I've heard it, it's hard. Good, good, good. It's a very, you know, Comrade's sound is very different to mine. Mm. But what Comrade's, me and Comrade were friends for a long time before we've ended up, he's doing beats and stuff for me and that. And yeah. we were friends for a long time first. So he knows kind of the sound that I was trying to get out. Do you know what I mean? He knew what mm. I was trying to tell. So he knew how to reflect that in the sounds that he was making. And because he's my mate, like I can just sit there and go boom, 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 boom. Mm. And he'll go, no, boom, boom. Yeah, and we'll have that creative process and it's, it's wicked. Yeah. I like saying that, I wasn't saying I don't do that with Minus. I do, but that's mm. another thing that's great with comment, do you know what I mean, for this tape. Yeah. I was going to say, another, another producer as well that um, I think you worked with before was uh, Hefty. Yeah, I was in college with him. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember I was in his studio once and he said he went to college with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got a couple of tunes as well, don't you? I'm a, probably older now, but... Um, I, uh, I, remember. I did a freestyle for Larry's Entertainment on a on a hefty beat, yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's that's my bro. Like he's yeah. the nicest kid. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? I, yeah. I love you know, he's you. someone that I've known again. That's probably I think when I met him, I was 14. He was 14. We did two college classes together. We both did um when we were in high school, you could do like vocational courses hmm. on a day a week instead of doing your GCSEs or whatever. I'm going to college and get like BTEC or whatever. So first of all, we both did media together. Yeah. And then we both went on to do music tech together. Nice. So we did we did four years in college together. Do you know what I mean? And like by the time that we were about to turn 18 and moving away from college, we mm. both kind of, it was like, right, where are we going? And I, I don't know if either, or I know that I was not sure where that was. And I think mm. he had a bit of a better idea. I wasn't too sure what I looked like at that time. Yeah, yeah. No, and then now, like, I've found what that is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's 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 fair enough. I think uh, you know it's, it's it's not uncommon for people to sort of lack direction, especially when they they first start. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I I'll say the radio platform was a big help for me. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Proper big job. Like I'm radio platform. Again, the youth center grassroots. I used to, I first started going studio in. I didn't mm. know any studios, see? So someone had told me that you could go to grassroots. And I was like, wow, like, oh, I have to go check it out. And then they were like, come, like now. <laughs> I'm like, it's just chilling, just like, what? Yeah. They're like, come, let's just go there. And I'm like, all right, then cool. Mm. We just rocked up and they introduced me to the, to the engineer in there at the time. It was Mike Botropolis. Um, who's just a sick guy and like just from day one that I met him he just I was young I was only like well I was like probably like 17 like just turned 17 yeah and, like, and I wasn't like sure what my music sounded like I didn't have a sound or I wasn't but mm. I had lyrics and I had good lyrics and the mm. flows or whatever may, might not have been the most complex but mm. I had good lyrics and a good idea of who I was sort of thing mm. and then he just helped me kind of not develop a sound at all, but it helped me understand mm. how to kind of put that across even better again, if that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. kind of assert myself with that. Do you know what I mean? And like, mm. yeah, that was, Grassroots then signposted me to Radio Platform. Nice. And that was like, I'm away. Like, I just, talking, easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can talk, bro. So, yeah, I yeah, come yeah. to the radio and, and I was genuinely interested and I like, I had this like, I've always been inquisitive like mm. even as a kid as young I've always been inquisitive I always ask questions I've always been someone who's just wants to learn so when I went radio there was like this whole world of I never seen myself really doing radio there had been a time a few years before someone mm. had suggested it to me and tried to help me get into that but I was about 13 when they did that and they said I was too young to go on the station I was on a hospital radio station yeah um, I, I did that for a bit down here as well Bridgend yeah yeah okay I, I think this one was held in the heath I think it was Glamorgan radio I want to say but I might be wrong yeah and they didn't let me on basically they just come they let me come down they mm. did a show where they interviewed me and I but like they weren't really trying to get me on presenting and I was 13 like so, you know yeah, yeah I get that yeah I think, I think it was for hours you had to be like in the Bridgend hospital radio I was at that until the pandemic started um I think you had to be 16 for that or something I don't know if it's like a a legal thing or whatever to be I would imagine so it's the same with radio yeah. platform it has to be I mean you can do it before but there has to be consent from the yeah, parent or something mm-hmm. yeah but now I was going to say like you know back to the um studio stuff because the first studio I ever went to down here in Cardiff um was Stagger's studio um obviously okay. rest in peace to him um but one of the other guys I met on the first day was uh Magnus Magugu and uh, I'm sure many people here have seen that you're on a levels up um, with Magnus. And uh, honestly, like him, Zippy, I've got all the love in the world for them two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. So what's it been like with their uh, levels up then? How have you found it so far? Good. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, they, they understand that we're all making music. Yeah. So for them, it's just a f- facilitating that a bit further. Mm-hmm. And if we need something, we can just go to them and they'll help us with whatever we need help with do you know what I mean and and I know I know that if I go to them and I ask for something they got me yeah and that's mm. wicked like I couldn't ask for more than that do you know what I mean like mm. big them up man I feel I, I appreciate that they that they picked me for the project and they 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 said that like my application was sick and they gassed me up and, that and I was like all right yeah I saw that. that I mean. Some some good 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 artists on that um obviously Neeks uh Man Like Vision and Kinnigan, I mean, come on, that's that's some good choices. 
Um, I, I did a, I did a plan myself, um, but because I'm with the Honey Sessions, basically you can only have like one youth music funded project at once. So it was like, cool. It's like, because you've got this, which is the first time I'd ever got anything, like any support here. And like the three years I've been here, it was like, finally got Honey Sessions. I'm like, wow. Um, but because of that, like, you know, I couldn't really go for the uh, levels up, but now I'm, I'm obviously like Mags, he's like, if there's like one guy down here that sort of inspired me, cause like he, he does everything like himself, that work ethic is mad, putting out projects and projects. Obviously I, I do a little bit of camera work now as well. He does like the, the camera stuff. He shot my first two music videos down here. Um, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so, and funny enough, it was uh, one of Smoke's um, music videos. He showed me when we were in uh, Stagger Studio. So that's like that was like my introduction to the scene was through all of that. I don't know how how I got more into it then, but um, but yeah, well, it's kind of cool. All business cards and just went around. And yeah, I'm trying to. That's what you got to do, isn't it? See, so, you know what? You know what? You know what's funny because you you come here as I'm trying to get into music, mm. yeah, and mine was a very accidental. Along the way, I met everyone. That I had to meet, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like when it comes to the artist down here, I've met them at some point at some event for mm. whatever reach, you know what I mean? I started doing drum and bass when we were about 18. Mm. Uh, we started a drum and well, my my close friends at the time mm. started, or not at the time, my close friends started a drum and bass night. Yeah. Yeah. And and they and they knew that I was on the music and they just filmed my send. Yeah. So I was like about to turn 18, yeah. And they said, come to the night, we'll get you on the mic and I. So I've turned up, done my thing, it's had a good reaction. They're like, right, now you come every time. Nice. That was how I met Rav Kids. So that yeah. was, and, and at that time, I did not see myself as I'm a drum and bass MC. I see myself as sick, let's go out, party, let's have fun. Yeah, like, that was the attitude. The attitude wasn't, I'm some next drum and bass MC, I'm going to blow. The attitude was, this was fun, let's do it again. Do you know what I mean? We'll just yeah. get wavy we'll go out and it'll be a laugh and then raz message that night that was used to be it was weekly in newport right and yeah. the place called the Ivy bush doesn't exist no more but hmm. it's just a little pub little working man's pub like yeah and yeah. it was class in there and you just have all these old geezers on the bar drinking pints like what's going on and then you just have 18 to 25 just <laughs> mashing it up on drum and bass like it was fun bro and like raz messaged the night and said can I, can I come play? So he come over and that was, then me and Raz got really friendly and he joined, we then formed a group. Uh, it was Wonky Tree. And then mm. Raz come and joined. And then I went radio. I met people like Crash. Um, I met Neeks when I was about 17. Mm. Um, my family knew her family. And, yeah. and we got introduced through that. And then, and then at that time she wasn't making music and I was only just starting out, mm. but she was always musical. Yeah. So she'd yeah. always be singing and she'd always be, she's always that character. Mm. And I tell her, you're a sick singer. <laughs> you, yeah. you should hear it. Like, you get me and we'd sit in her kitchen rapping and singing and like, do you know what I mean? And like, mm. it was just naturally, very naturally. I met everyone at somewhere at different times. Like, do you mean? Yeah. Nah, that's and so cool. So, so and so. And because I know them, I've gone and said hello to them and ended up meeting them. And do you know what I mean? It just, that's just how it happens. Mm. Yeah, no, I was, because um, I came down here when I was 18. So it was kind of like, I didn't know anyone. Um, mm. I remember we first came down here, it was the five of us in a two bedroom house. 
and um, I didn't have any car. I was sleep- we were sleeping on mattresses, like three of us in a room. Um, you know, again, like me, my brother's 18, you know, the three of us, because I'm, I'm a triplet. And then, you know, my two mothers then as well. We had the, well, and the dog, Daisy. Um, yeah, it was, it was mad, to be fair. I didn't, I didn't have a car. I could drive, but I didn't have a car. Um, so I was relying on, like, lifts and stuff to get around Bridge End. Um, but when, when I finally, finally got a car and we moved house, that was kind of when I was able to um, get myself about. That's when I was able to start going to some more of the shows. Um, I, now, now I think of it, I think it was through Mags. I think we did a music video um, for Bread, and then I met Beth, who does Urban Done Differ- Differently. Mm. Uh, it was her mum's caravan. <laughs> it was where we shot the music video. Mm. She was like, oh, I've got this gig on... Um, Oh, I think it must have been about September 2019. She said, I got this gig, come down and perform. So I did. And I think that's when I started meeting people. I just did like every single open mic going then. Uh, yeah. I remember I was, I was the host for Urban and Differently at that time. That's probably, that's, yeah, that's probably where I met you then. Um, and then I remember like I was just doing every single open mic night going. I was doing like three a week. I was coming to Cardiff. I even did a couple in Bristol. Um, I remember my ex at the time, she's like, what are you trying to prove? That's what she said to me. Um, but she's she's just a horrible person. <laughs> so uh, I'll give her that. Um, abu- she was abusive. That's that's all I want to yeah, say. Yeah, that's that. how it yeah. goes, man. And you know, I, I, kind of, mm. I kind of touch on some of those things on this project as well. Yeah. Um, some kind of the way that looks around me, do you know what I mean? I kind of touch on my relief, but as much as my relationship with with girls, like mm. my, what I see around me with girls, do you know what I mean? And like, yeah, there's there's a split on there's two songs mm. that kind of cover that, and there's like a split where there's like there's this one where it's all happy nice, yeah, and then there's another side to it where it's actually not that nice, like do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's like that split between the two songs where it's like you hear the difference. Mm. Um, it's something that everyone goes through, do you know what I mean? It's relationships in their life and. Yeah, that I think is important to get across in music. Yeah, and I think as well, like back to that, I think whoever you spend a lot of time with, whether that's friends, partners, family, it's always good to have people who are supportive of what you do um, and make ensure that your circle around you are people who are going places and want to support you. Um, like I say, when she's saying like, what are you trying to prove? And um, asking me like, why don't I go to uni and get a real job and stuff? I mean, looking back now, I realised I was naive and young and I should have just walked away months and months before. But I'm now surrounded by people who genuinely believe in what I'm doing, believe in my music. Yeah, and that's um, it. And, and the more you do yeah. something, the more you can weed out the people who ain't on that mm, and the people exactly. who are back. You know what I mean? And, and, and do you know what? Sometimes the people around you telling you what you're doing ain't right is a good thing. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it can be a negative thing, and it's it's how you perceive that, and it's how you want to live your life. Ultimately, you know. Yeah. There's there's been times where people have told me behave, and I thought, fuck off. And then mm. actually, in hindsight, they weren't doing me no wrong. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> they were, yeah. They were out, like, do you know what I mean? But at the time, I'm I'm taking it like, Ooh, like what? I'll do what I want. Like, do you know what I mean? And actually, mm. you know, it depends how you look at it. Like, obviously, with, with a, it's not that, but. It's important to touch on because because people perceive everyone differently. So yeah. like your perception of me is going to be different to the next person's perception of me. Exactly. Um, and someone who might like one song that I do, the mm. next person might not like that song. Do you know what mm. I mean? And that's absolutely 
how life is and how it's always going to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's how, how things go, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's an interesting one. Like, I'm, I'm grateful I have quite a good, like, self-worth. Like, I, I know, like, and I, I tend to, when I'm doing something, like, I've got a good, like, intuition when it's, like, whether I know. Because I think deep down, most of us know whether or not something we're doing is worth it. <laughs> um i remember i had a conversation uh, with my mate ninja t big ups ninja t um again i don't know if you know ninja t but um he's a, well, he's a decent sized rapper originally from manchester now in london um he met sunny double one the other day um well the other week now probably but i remember he, he, we were on the podcast uh his podcast and he said when you got a camera charlie like you know you spent a lot of money on that camera you know i did um i got a a, a canon m50 mark ii which is without any of the attachments it's like 600 quid he's like how did you know that you know you're going to do something with it i just knew i just knew like i just knew that i would and i have like it was just my gut instinct i just knew i would and like i think people do start to see that though i don't think anyone came to me and was like oh charlie what are you doing stupid like wake up Mm -hmm. they can see i'm working hard and when people see you working hard when you know you're working hard like i'm i've written a verse every night for since 2016 so over five years now Every night I write 16 bars and um, I made over a hundred songs last year. So when somebody's like, what are you trying to prove? But you deep down, deep down, you know, and you've got people that you actually look up to and be like, yeah, I see you working hard. Well, I see you Ezra doing all these, like you've got a full-time job and you're doing a part-time job and you still got time for music. And you, then, you know, you're like, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm doing this right. So That's it. And do you know, do you know, I'm confident enough to say that I haven't always done it right because hmm. I got lost in parties. See, do you know when I was 17, I had a drive like no one else around me and I believed that, yeah? And I knew I was hard and I knew I was capable. And do you know, if I was doing, do you know me doing this project now? If mm. I did this project when I was 18, when mm. I was I was fully capable of doing so, yeah? yeah. I could have done the project when I was 18, yeah? Man. And I could have said all the same things and it would have done probably more, like not that this isn't going to do me good, it's going to do me a world of good, yeah? Mm. But it would... I would already be on this path that I'm now going to end up on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's because I got lost in party. And do you know what I mean? I forgot what the drive was for a second. Yeah. It began as music. Let's do music. And then, and then music become, let's do drum and bass and party. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, mm. I was doing radio. So I was working in the music industry. So I felt mm. like, okay, um, my, my foot's in the door here. And then I was pushing, pushing, pushing in radio and forgot about actually making music. And I was making all these songs. I'd go to the studio and da-da-da and then just do nothing with it and just mm. think, and I'd sit there and think, uh, I, was, I was still a bit shy at that point to put something out where it could be listened back. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, I'll rap in front of you and you'll tell me I'm hard and I'm happy with that and you'll never hear it again. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Until next yeah. weekend. That's and then mad. you'll forget it because you're pissed. And yeah, everyone will go, yeah, you're hard. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, thought I, I thought I was the guy but I did nothing really to prove that I was the guy. Like, do you know what I mean? I just jumped mm. on mic and went, boom, that's mine. Give me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But I think a lot of people can relate to that, though. I know yeah. many people who are sitting on just bodies and bodies and bodies of work. Mm. Um, I'm it not going to be better. And do you know what it is? Yeah. Like, it's taken this year for me to go, right, I've done the party and now mm. I've been in the record. I was. Yeah, let me just tell that story one time and let mm. me just move on from that. Do you know what I mean? And like smoking kills is kind of embodying that. But it also is embodying so much more than that because there's tracks in there where I'm talking about myself and then there's tracks in there where I'm actually not. Yeah, I'm looking around the world going, 
for we live mm. in a mad place like do you know what i mean yeah <laughs> sure that's good that's good nah. you know i think it's important to one of my biggest inspirations in music um growing mm. up was Mike skinner yeah streets and streets i've always liked the way that he told yeah like kind of the raven story but from everyone's perspective in some way. Do you know yeah, I mean? he was like the everyman, wasn't he? The everyman in the UK. Yeah, so like he was just a pub, he just, you, you hears it and you think you're just a pub geezer. Like, do you know what I mean? You're just like any yeah. other I've ever met in my life. Like, do you know what I mean? I just thought, do you know what? <laughs> I just, when I was like 14, I, was, I heard it. I just thought, I want to be like that. Like, do you know what I mean? I yeah. Like well, people can relate to that. I think that's what people like. When people can relate to something and they can build an attachment from it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's, it's and like I'm looking, I'm excited, man. I got like the little bit of nerves, and but yeah. I'm excited. And like, yeah, bro. Like I think I think I'm looking forward to f- hearing what people think about it. And you know, like I said already, like if people don't like it, that's their business. Like I think it's hard. Like mm. I've told something on the on the tape that I'm like I had to get it out. So whether people want to, yeah. Like you know, I have seen some <laughs> of the um, I've seen some of the reviews that some of your mates have given. It's it, by any chance in the last track is that what um they were yeah. referring to? Well, the last track's very hard. Yeah, that's <laughs> I I've not I've not heard it yet, but I, I, I think got too hard. That. I think it's all very hard, but the last track is very hard. Yeah, and that's I wrote good. the last track on Splot Market, right? Hey. So I'm still on Splot Market, right? <laughs> and Da, da, da. I just stood there, I was looking around, and I was just, I don't know, I just i just knew what I had to say. Yeah, and I just sat, and there's, not all of it is about the market. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm looking around, and I'm just like, this is what this track is. It just gave, I just had this feeling of, I know what I have to say right now. Do you know what I mean? And I just yeah, wrote it, a cappella, and I sat on it for months, and then, and then said to Conrad, right, we got, at, at first, we just had a collation of tunes, mm. where I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with it or whether it was a project or not. And then I've gone, right, we've got these tunes, which of them fit together, right? They do. Okay, yeah. there's a story already accidentally being told. Mm. Let me fill those gaps with new tunes that tell that story properly. Yeah. So I've then, so they're not filler tunes at all. It's like there was parts of the stories being missed. Do you know what mm. I mean? That have to be filled out to make it the project that it's become. And then, and then I was like, oh my God, the last track fits perfectly at the end. Like, do you know nice. what I mean? And we were like, boom, that's the one for that. They're like, buddy Duckworth on there. Damn, it's like, like Kendrick. <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, yeah, it's like you listen through the tape and you might think one thing, yeah, through it kind of kill it. But then the last track kind of rounds up my actual, although all of it's my opinion, it's all an internal opinion. Whereas the last tape rounds up, actually, this is what I, how I view life. Do you know what I mean? And this is actually. I'm excited to, to listen want, now. I'm not gonna lie. I want people to go listen to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited to listen. So, like I say, where can we, where can we find it? Where can we find it? So, anyone who's listening right now and they're intrigued, it'll be on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon. Yeah, just all the major platforms. Yeah, be on that's YouTube. that's Ezra, E to the Z to the R to the A. Let's <laughs> spot there in the title. Yeah, it says Ezra on my on my thing here, but it's E Z R A H. Oh, there we go. Um, is my artist name. So yeah, Ezra. Nice one. But yeah, I say great speaking to you, and hopefully the project. Oh. I mean, obviously it'll be out by the time this comes out, but hopefully Absolutely. it's doing as well as you you want it to do and opens the doors that you need it to open. 
I hope so, bro. Yeah. And you keep doing your thing, man. I rate it. Nah, thank you, man. Big up. Take Charlie care. J. The man with the cards. <laughs> we've got stickers now. We've got stickers now. And um, yeah, I've seen that actually. I've seen that actually. You have to send me a little care pack. I'll go stick them up around Cardiff. Yeah, man. Yeah, bless. Stick them up on Clifton Street and just around the ends. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Thank you. My guy.